Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Chatswell is that. Where you are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome. To another episode. Wait, uh, when, wait, Keith, by the way, what number episode is this one? It's, it's in the 180s. 180 of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain. In Candy Mountain. Oh, wait, um, let me do, let do my intro. From the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states in the globe, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, Internationally Known? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Pretty good, Geek. Ready to fire up the jet and have the mod click her phone and the portal opens to Candyland? Ready, Geek? Yeah. Because let's give a warm dudes at Ringside welcome to Joey Silver. Sweet cheeks. Sweet cheeks. What is up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. No What's problem. up? How's it going? Thanks so much for accepting our request, dude. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, we have landed in Candyland, man. I, I'm going to have to go after those Swedish fish, man. Love <laughs> We are here. I wish I had my uh, my candy background. We really would. It would set the mood. Yeah. Would. We'll, we'll have, have to get by without it. I would have yeah. to go upstairs and grab my bag of candy bones that I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, if our fans aren't familiar with you, and why would they not be, introduce yourself. Well, I am the champion of chocolate, the sultan of sweets, the king of candy, Joey Silver, sweet cheeks, and I'm here spreading sweetness on the Dudes at Ringside podcast. That's great. <laughs> So, so uh, Joey, who trained you? I was trained. Uh, I actually have a few trainers. When I started training at the age of 19, uh, I was trained by Tony Nice and Alex Reynolds wow. uh, from the Dark Order on AEW. And um, I was there uh, under, their, under their guidance for uh, a couple years. And then I moved to uh that was on long island and then i moved to new york city and i started training at house of glory under amazing red wow another one another no, red an train another wow you're being trained by all the legends right there <laughs> yeah legit and then to, i mean to keep the uh the legendary status going i actually uh did the nightmare factory training camp down in georgia Wow, uh, I'd love to tell you guys about that, but I was training under Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall there. So, uh, yeah, just legends on legends. Yeah. Damn, that's that's amazing, Joe. That's right? insane because like we had another wrestler this past week train uh, trained by Red also, and it's like, man, the list goes on and on. Who he trained and how how where they are in the, like 
indies world right now it's like insane like are you familiar with rembrandt or no of course yeah so the yeah rembrandt. we just had we just had him on the podcast last night so yeah he's a yeah. great guy great guy him and cosmic yeah. oh yeah. yeah cosmic yeah they're, they're both were on the podcast last night so nice yeah they're yeah. keeping busy i i keep tabs on them so uh glad you guys got them on the podcast too that's a good a good get they also yeah. broke. They also broke some news about uh, PPW. They got screwed out of it. He got screwed out of his title, and like, I thought maybe he would touch it lightly. Geek makes the clip, and I swear to you, that thing. I can't even tell you how many stories that was on. I was like, Oh, jeez. <laughs> shadow banned by PPW. PSA. Give me a block. <laughs> Don't blast me, please. Don't blast us. We like you. <laughs> So uh, is there any place in the, the country or the world that you would like to travel to to wrestle or just travel to? Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to wrestle, like, all over uh, if I get the chance. I'd love it. I've mainly been in the Northeast. Um, I know this is Northeast week on the Dudes at Ringside podcast, or Northeast yeah. month, rather. Yeah. Um, but I've done a couple things in, like, Georgia and Florida um, but I'd really love to get over to the West Coast, to California, to I'd love to get to Texas, uh, you know, great, great scene down there, Chicago. Uh, I know a couple people out there, a couple promotions I'd love to get into. Um, and then internationally, it's one of my goals this year to uh, to wrestle internationally. And whether that be, you know, right next door to in, in Canada or Mexico, um, that would be amazing. I'd love to go uh, one day to the UK or uh, Japan. Definitely. All, all good places and good goals to have right now. Yeah, so. for sure. I feel like the Sweet Cheeks character would uh, would do really well in Japan. Oh, God, you don't Definitely. even know. You'll have so many people freaking out. <laughs> hey, Curry, Curry Man was so successful in Japan, so you never know. There you go. So. That's very true. International success. <laughs> also, maybe in in Sweden and over there like that, because the candy and stuff like that, how they love candy in Sweden and stuff like that. So you do. Popular. <laughs> Germany too. Oh yeah, yeah, Germany, Sweden, and Germany sure. in that area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the some of the best chocolate over there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> would you would you would you add to your outfit and add the like the Willy Wonka jacket and stuff like that and the hat? Or you think? <laughs> well, I don't want to rip off Willy Wonka too much. I kind of got my own thing going. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you throwing Swedish fish in the crowd. Yay! Hey, everybody. <laughs> I have. Be like, yeah. yeah, he has. There you go, Joe. I, right? I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'll be the one that misses the whole time. <laughs> I miss it. You're missing it. <laughs> that's that's part of my entrance, though. When I uh, when I walk into the crowd, I I will throw candy. Uh, you know, it, it gets the people going. Okay. Gets the party started and people are uh, excited. They got they got their candy, they got their sugar rush, and they're ready to see Sweet Cheeks uh, do his thing. Yeah, got an got a question from the crowd, Geekins. Yeah, how did you come up with the Sweet Cheeks gimmick? Oh, Frankie. Well, it was uh, it was quite a process. You know, I when I started wrestling, I didn't really know what like gimmick I wanted to to do so i kind of just was this pretty generic like white meat baby face and i wore silver tights because my last name is silver and i was like yeah i'm joey silver and it was kind of just like not much there i mean it was very 
very vanilla. Gotcha. And then I was just thinking, I'm like, you know, wrestling, like I really want to make this. I really want to, you know, go go hard, like go full on with wrestling. And what can I do? I started thinking, what can I do to stand out? And I was listening to uh, Stone Cold's podcast, and he was talking about how the best characters in wrestling are uh, people who are themselves just turned turned up to eleven. You might have heard that before, but he um, so he was talking about you know how he how Stone the Stone Cold character is really just Steve Austin turned up to eleven, and I think I started thinking. Well, what aspect of Joey Silver can I turn up to eleven? And I was like, you know, I I like uh, whatever. I like music. I like singing. I and I I like candy. Yeah. And that was kind of where I landed. And I came up with this sweet cheeks character, um, the can this candy loving pro wrestler, uh, and kind of crafted the character to be this iconic like having these iconic pieces um so you'll notice in my in my ring gear uh got the the headband the sunglasses the the white fur jacket and the candy coated tights um and i feel like those are some uh, and the candy necklace too that's a that's a signature piece so uh it was all very like carefully constructed and uh, intentional and um, that's like the fun part of wrestling is coming up with the coming up with the gimmick the character mm -hmm. okay. who uh, yeah so what would you say your favorite candy is that's a great question I've gotten that many times before and uh, you know it's it's really a three-way tie and I, I hope I don't get any hate for this because as much as I love candy, I'm definitely more of a chocolate guy. Okay. So my top three in no particular order are Reese's, Twix, and Kit Kats. Reese's Ooh. are the best, though. You know? Reese's, <laughs> Reese's are fire. You, you can't really go wrong with a Reese's. But I will say, I recently had uh, the Kinder Bueno. I don't know if you've ever had this. I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Yeah, you see a lot of like advertisements for Kinder Bueno, but like, has anyone ever had it? Well, I did, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. <laughs> like, it might be, it might replace like Kit Kats or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. They're really good though. I highly recommend the Kinder Bueno. Ooh. Have you ever had um, Happy Hippos or? Uh... No. No, you have to look these up. Happy Hippos next time. These. And the mod would tell you in the chat, Happy Hippos are probably the best, can one of the best candies. Wow, I, I they're, they're like shaped even... like they're shaped like hippos. They're made by Kinder also. Wow, and, uh, okay, yeah. Kinder's doing some uh, some magical things over there. Yes. Yeah, Have yeah, you seen love. what they've been doing with Kit Kats lately? That I when I was going to get my glasses, they actually have like dark chocolate strawberry Kit Kats now. Oh yeah, they're doing like every flavor imaginable. Yeah, I don't know if you know in Japan. This is a put on your list when you go to Japan. You can get different flavored uh, Kit Kats. All yeah, I heard about that. Like green tea and everything. Like yeah, that. green tea. I've actually had the green tea Kit Kat. Mm, yeah. How was it? Not great. No. Not, not the best. <laughs> it's not, not really my uh, flavor. Taking the finger letter. How dare you guys not? 
There's a yeah. place in New York that has all Japanese um, candies and stuff like that. Yeah. And they have at the, all every flavor of Kit Kat, like that. But some of them are bizarre flavors. That's like, that should not be candy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's strange. I mean, I love, I, I feel like over the past, I don't know, 10 years, like companies that make candy or, you know, sweet treats, they've been really diversifying, like the types of flavors that they make. For instance, uh, M&M's, like you'll now see all different kinds of M&M's, the brownie batter, caramel, toffee, peanut butter, like they have all these different varieties. Um, another example is Oreo. Yeah, Oreos, uh, definitely. Oreo is like more. killing it. I mean, it used to just be like single stuff, like take it, you like it or you don't. And now there's like a million different flavors and yeah. I love all of them. Chips Ahoy too. They're doing that too. Chips Ahoy, yeah. Yeah, they're they're, they're following suit. <laughs> yeah, because like Oreos they have now, now they have the birthday cake ones, they have the double stuff, triple double stuff. And I'm like, I just want regular Oreos. There's mega stuff. And then there's another one called the most stuff. I heard about that. I heard about that one. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is like the best. It's the best part of the Oreo, just like times seven. Hmm. I, 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 remember, also... I, remember, I remember once it was mystery Oreos at one point. Oh, yeah. You know what's an unpopular opinion? The mint Oreos. I love those. Mm. The um the white chocolate M&Ms are good, too. White chocolate M&Ms, yes. I saw those. I was like, do I try it? I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, give it a shot. Yeah. Dollar for it. Can't, can't go wrong with that. The dollar. The dollar. <laughs> Don't like it, I just give it to the cashier. That's like, right. <laughs> Who's your favorite oh. person to wrestle against in the ring? Wow. That's a good question. Well, I've had a lot of like really cool opponents in my life. Um, I think my very favorite, though, was a very special match against uh, Shannon Moore. Mm. Wow. Um, it was really cool because I don't think people like really knew how great Shannon Moore was because <laughs> um, he was kind of like in the uh, cruiserweight division and I feel like you didn't really see too much of him. Um, but he is like really super technically sound. He was a trainer at WWE at the train at the uh, performance center. Um, and it was a really, really cool match. And we went like almost 20 minutes and it was just electric. It was for a company on Long Island called full faith wrestling. Oh, I heard that company. Yeah. yeah uh, they run out of deer park and, um, I had like, 30 people there show show up and friends and family um it was such a cool experience and the match was just like magic it was really uh really something special yeah who who would you say your dream opponent is my dream opponent um i'd say my my dream opponent one of one of my dream opponents is um adam cole oh definitely yeah, he's definitely a guy that I look up to um, in terms of, like, just how he wrestles and his character and the brand that he's managed to build. To manage to build. Um, 
yeah, I think that would be such a cool match. And he has like such a great move set. I feel like we could really do a lot of cool things, especially, you know, like with my character, um, it's, it, it's more on the comedy side, the kind of like sticky gimmicky kind of character. Um, and Adam Coles is more serious. Uh, so I feel like you kind of need that in a match. Like you need the funny man and the straight man. And sometimes if you put two, two funny gimmicky characters in a match together, it, it doesn't always, uh, maybe it doesn't always have the chemistry that you might think. Yeah, I, I mean, Adam Cole could get gimmicky because if you've seen his stuff from ring of honor his stuff from new Japan, it doesn't get very gimmicky, but his stuff in WWE wasn't too gimmicky. It was more serious. Yeah. I, I like the, uh, like the undisputed era kind of Adam Cole and, uh, and the more like AEW, like where he's at now, I feel like he's in a really good spot. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean by like silly stuff, like where he would like do the stuff with John Silver and Alex Reynolds, the budge stuff. Yeah, yes, that, that, that that stuff. Um, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, so it kind of can work in a way. It yeah, kinda... that was like the like PWG, right? Yeah, PWG stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but yeah. So who made who made your gear? I had my gear made uh, a company called Champion City Gear. Um, I think they're based in Mexico. Um, but yeah, they did it. They did a really nice job. I've had this gear for about three, I want to say three years now. And I think I'm ready for my next pair. Mm. Uh, so I'm probably going to go back to them and get, uh, you know, the same kind of style with different colors. Um, because this gear, the tights are pink. Um, but my intention was for them to be purple. Um, so I really wanted the purple ones, but I think I'm going to move on to something like, uh, like, a turquoise blue, uh, and then the candy on the tights will be like, uh, like a lime green or something like that. Mm. You can even change it sometimes. That'd be pretty cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, keep exactly. People, keep, keep people on their, their toes saying, well, you what kind of candy is going to wear now? You know? You mean, yeah. Do you mean how people do in the WWE games? They have two different outfits. Like you, like. Do we want to be the pink outfit today, or do I want to wear the blue outfit today? <laughs> like exactly, I feel like New Day actually was a bit of an inspiration in like the colors that I chose. Um, their gear, it's always so. I mean, they're not like the New Day anymore, but when they were the New Day, um, their gear was like always so bright and like outlandish and flamboyant and that's exactly what i was going for so um yeah that that was definitely a bit of an inspiration for me i i actually drew a lot of inspiration for my gear um so like the headband it says sweetness on it and i kind of like drew inspiration from macho man because the madness yeah and the tights kind of mimic uh sean michaels uh with the broken hearts um except they're they're pieces of candy uh (laughs) and then the jacket is actually a light up jacket um so little shades of chris jericho there that's awesome though yeah so if you want to talk about your experience at AEW dark the floor is yours you know yeah i would love to so i've actually had uh three three experiences with AEW. Um, 
you know, it all kind of started with uh, with the Nightmare Factory training camp. Yeah. And from there, that really opened the door for me um, where I had my first uh, dark experience in Jacksonville where I faced the Dark Order, uh, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson and uh, Colt Cabana. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, those matches on Dark, they're like squash matches. Uh, yeah. So you don't really get to do like too many moves in the ring. Um, but the experience overall, you know, just being there, calling the match, like wrestling in front of, it wasn't in front of like a full crowd at, the, at that time. Um, but just like wrestling in an AEW ring was so cool. Like it was really, it was surreal. Um, that was my first uh, experience doing like one of the big companies like that. Um, so it was really, really awesome for me, uh, especially uh, being in the ring with Colt Cabana. He's a guy who I've looked up to for so many years. Um, I've, you know, was a list like one of the first listeners to his podcast and um, just been a fan of his uh, being, you know, a Jewish wrestler um he's like someone i look up to and so that match was really cool received very well and then i had another experience uh geek you know about this one at the yeah. ubs arena yeah i was there um, oh you were there i was there yeah I was oh there that's that. awesome yeah. yeah yeah so that was really really cool um that was in front of about fifteen thousand people uh so definitely the largest crowd i've ever wrestled in front of um just it was against the uh the gun club austin colton and uh and billy gun mm-hmm. uh what a surreal experience again i mean that was really something special because of the crowd and i also had my parents and my girlfriend were in the crowd um like That's really awesome. close up so they got to see kind of like experience that whole thing uh with me and so that made it even more special and yeah they were all really really cool to work with um billy especially i mean when billy gunn walked over and we were talking through the match it just had like shades of attitude era you know he would walk over and he was like all right guys here's what we're gonna do um no my phone's on uh 20 that's okay um we should make it through this. <laughs> he was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. It was a six man tag. So he was like, all right, one of you, you're going to come in and it bop you. And the next one, I'll bip you. And then the last one, like you did something to me. And it was, he was very like old school about the way he was calling the match. And uh, it was just really cool to experience that. Yeah. Not, not only that. It's also, you guys are on YouTube in front of like, what is it? A million people, which is yeah. absolutely, which is absolutely awesome as well. Yeah, so. yeah, it was, uh, it was really cool. I mean, you're not really thinking about the uh, the millions watching at home <laughs> no, when yeah. you're there because you're just kind of focused on the the fifteen thousand in front of you, um, yeah. which is more than enough. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where like you don't you don't necessarily get an entrance, but as they're walking you to the ring it's like on the side of the entrance ramp mm-hmm. and people start seeing you. And I started seeing people that I knew in the crowd because, uh, you know, 
it was my hometown pretty much. Like I'm from Long Island. So I start seeing people, some, you know, wrestlers that I have worked with or fans that I know that I've known for a long time or just friends that are wrestling fans that I didn't even know were going to be there. I started seeing them in the crowd and I was like, oh my God, it started, it, it came over me like a, like a wave, but um, it was really cool. And then my, uh, my third and most recent experience was on AEW Dark against uh, Michael Nakazawa. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of those examples where you have these two like very funny gimmicky characters and you throw them in the ring together. And, um, you know, it was fun. It was a fun match. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. We, we, uh, we had a good time. We did some goofy things and, uh, he beat me with, uh, the six, nine driver, which, uh, I'm going to post that on Instagram very soon. All right. <laughs> Joe? Yeah. Um, so, do you collect anything? I do. Uh, I, I'm, i you know, a pretty avid, not not so much anymore, but a pretty avid collector of wrestling uh, memorabilia. I guess more so like action figures I had growing up. Um, and also like wrestling cards. I mean, I must have had like upwards of like 2,000 to 3000 cards. I wish they were worth something (laughs) like baseball cards. Um, But a lot of them came in uh, those ice cream packs. Remember those ice cream bars? I do. Yeah. Uh, They would come with a wrestling card. And I think that goes to show just how much ice cream I had (laughs) as a child. (laughs) The ones that I always used to have, I found them all of my old cards. Do you remember the WCW cards they had out for a while? Yeah. They they had like the uh like that eighties kind of looking background or like yeah the 90s, weird Saved by the Bell thing like yeah Saved by the Bell exactly it had they had the one I I found in my cards when I went up in the attic I found one of uh, Gonzalez Gonzalez's dad or uncle is his dad her dad from from uh, um NXT the one that was women's champion Gonzalez it was Elegante it was an Elegante card and I was like. This card wasn't bent. This probably be like worth fifty or sixty bucks right now. <laughs> straight up elegante, like just like this. Wow. And it's him, and it was a because you know it was in the attic, so it was with the heat, cold, heat, cold. So it was kind of like bent a little bit. I'm like, you weren't bent. You'd be fifty dollars <laughs> at least. I mean, there's probably some cards that I have that are worth you know a few hundred bucks, but at this point you know my parents are moving they're packing up their house and we were getting rid of a lot of stuff so it's kind of sad uh Mm -hmm. a lot of my wrestling memorabilia is going by the wayside Mm -hmm. do do you have do you have a favorite match or uh like not i mean i mean of all time or yeah definitely i have a few um i think probably my favorite that i'll say for this podcast is um Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart. Mm, yes, the, the double turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just such a classic, you know. And it's it's entertaining from start to finish. Um, just two guys at like the peak of what they're doing, and just killed it. I mean, it's it's amazing. A great match. If you haven't seen it, watch it tonight. Is is that the match that said you want to become a professional wrestler or? Uh, no, not necessarily. I, I don't know if there was really a match that 
that that I watched and I said, uh, this is what I need to do. It was more so like the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was The Rock. It was The Undertaker. Um, and those characters that I really gravitated towards as a child. Um, the matches weren't necessarily even like the driving the driving force i'd say behind uh my passion for it it was really the characters and like the mic work um but yeah the so i mean maybe one of one of the early matches that i remember uh seeing live was brock versus rock at SummerSlam okay. 02 didn't wow. know what you were there. <laughs> Maybe we were sitting uh, next to each other, and we didn't Never know. know right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that was such. I mean, the crowd was so electric for that, um, and really, uh, so many matches on that card. I think that was Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, also. Yeah, yep. yeah definitely. that was probably um, that the was... best SummerSlam, best SummerSlam ever. I yeah. did. I all I can remember is, um, sorry for interrupting you. No, but... no, go ahead. Like, I don't know if you had this experience when you were leaving the arena, the crowd all was chanting in unison, typical Long Island, Rocky's dead, Rocky's dead. <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember that. Vaguely, vaguely. It was like it was like they were chanting Let's Go Islanders, but they were like, Rocky's dead, Rocky's dead. I remember yeah. a dad. This kid was crying his eyes out. The kid's face was cr- he was crying so hard. His face, you know, you see little kids cry so hard, their face turns red and they're just like, like that and this dad (laughs) just was like shut up shut up my kid's crying you moron my kid's crying my kid's crying they all were just looking at the kid going wow i was i was uh seated right behind brock lesnar's parents so that was a pretty cool experience because he came over to them with the belt afterwards and they were like you know tearing up and he was right in front of me it was just really cool yeah. Did you get a picture of that or no? No, I wish. I that that <laughs> would have been that would have been like timeless right there. That picture. I know. I went to like a lot of really cool events as, when I was younger, and I feel like I was too young. It was like pre pre iPhone, obviously. So definitely, you're not like snapping pictures at everything. It was. I, it was yeah. I was. <laughs> I, I have an old picture from when I was when I saw the first Elimination Chamber, Madison Square Garden. So I was all the way up. I took a picture. That's a bad picture. It's, it's, it's like a bad, it's a bad picture, but it's like there's an elimination <laughs> chamber, and there's like can't see it. <laughs> wow. WrestleMania thirty, WrestleMania twenty. My seats originally were supposed to be behind this set, the other opposite direction. This dad and son say want to trade seats to us. So we trade seats. My seats ended up thinking they were gonna be better. They were on the side of the set, further back. But I could see the entire entranceway with the, the druids all lined in the dark. All you see is the mm. arms. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. I, for some reason, I like, I don't know why I didn't go to WrestleMania 20. Mm. Because it was right in my backyard. Like, it was right there. And I guess I just didn't realize how close it was. And my parents were probably... Uh, they were probably like, yeah, we're not going to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. But I went to, uh, I've been to, I think, th- four, four WrestleManias now. Oh, wow. Or three. I don't know. 27, 29, and 32. So three. Yeah. I, was, I was at 33, 34, and 
Oh, wow. I only right. did 20 and 35. All right. Yeah. Where was 35 again? MetLife. MetLife. Oh, I don't think I went to that. That was the one that we uh, that Hogan was doing his whole spiel in the ring and went on the entranceway, and all of a sudden, Brock Lesnar's music cut, cuts in, and Paul Heyman is just Walking doing the waddle down the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I, uh, I think I might have missed that one, but yeah, yeah. But it had the had the very. Uh, lucky lucky life lucky uh, the pleasure of seeing a lot of really cool wrestling events and wrestling moments uh you know growing up and to this day and you know hopefully we'll be a part of many to uh many to come yeah fingers crossed <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah. <laughs> we know that you're gonna be you're candy, candy crossed there you go that's it <laughs> you're doing some big things thank you guys big things yeah. big things yeah. so my last question I don't know if the last question. I don't know how much more time you have on your cell phone. Um, yeah, we don't know how much more time you have. So yeah, no, feel free, feel free. I got some um, time. So where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Listen, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say where uh, where I'll be. Uh, I could say where I'd like to be, and that would be assigned to a major company. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's it's. Uh, a bit out of my control. I think one thing I, I've got to do is really work on, uh, you know, getting out there more and being in front of more people, building up my name uh, to a more, you know, national audience and building up my following and things like that. I think I'm on the path to doing that. Uh, you know, I'm here on the Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm trying oh. to trying to build it up. So, uh yeah, I mean, definitely. If you if you like what you hear, you, you maybe saw a match, or maybe you heard of me, maybe you haven't heard of me. Feel free to follow along on Instagram and Twitter, Joey underscore Silver. So, uh, just a, a little plug. I'm not I'm not saying uh, I have to go or anything right now, but just wanted to uh, throw that in there. Your cell phone, Joey. That's why you don't. Want to, yeah, well, yeah, be, yeah, yeah exactly. We, there you go. <laughs> Joey Silver. <laughs> your phone gets axed if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sleeping with the fishies, the Swedish fishies. You also have TikTok too. <laughs> yeah, Joey Silver wrestling on TikTok. Um, I had this one video go super viral on TikTok. It was, it got like almost three million views, um, and it was like the most random video. I had this match with a guy where it was a uh, like a hardcore match, but it was we, it was a trick or treat. Uh, trick-or-treat brawl i think we called it and all of the weapons were were candy oh jeez! uh and i i had this like oversized candy like an oversized giant chocolate bar uh, an oversized kit kat like huge like i'm trying to fit on the screen like this big oh my god and so it was really really cool um uh, and at one point in the match he took rock candy and he was grinding it across my forehead uh, to try to, you know, bust me open. And it's the video is just like a five second clip of him dragging the, the rock candy on my forehead and me just screaming. Ah! Ah! And I got almost three million views. Oh, gosh. Jeez. You need to do one that of you walking like this. And have like candy all around you, like on the ground. I'm walking on sunshine. 
Have you ever suplexed somebody on on hard candy before? I sure have. That's that's the one question I wanted to ask because <laughs> it sounds like something you would do, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've hit my finisher before. I, something I used to do a lot more often. I I would pour Skittles and onto the uh, onto the ring, onto the mat, and uh, hit a move onto that. Ooh. Always, uh, it's always a great time. <laughs> that's what taste, taste the rainbow. I love Skittles. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. I like the regular original Skittles, and I also like the other version of them. The uh, the uh, one that had like the blueberry. It's the oh my god. The yogurt coating or something? No, it's just it's like I think they're packaging that one's yellow. I think mm. it's a yellow packaging for the Skittles. But yeah, those are my favorite ones. Wow, delicious. So, so I know I know you you love candy, but what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Um, when it's done right, steak. Steak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with like a delicious, uh, you know, steakhouse in New York City steak, like filet mignon. I am just, I could, my mouth is salivating right now. I just ate dinner and I'm like, I could go for a steak right now. You need more. <laughs> yeah. But, but I way. but I do find uh, that it's hard for me to have dinner and not have dessert. <laughs> I, do, yeah. I, I don't know if everyone else is like this, but uh, I Joe Joe is like this. But I like I always thought, is it just me? Like I'm having something savory before I go to sleep. I I need to have something sweet. So, like, what kind? Like. You said dessert. Like, what? What? What would it be? Like ice cream, cakes? Like what? Uh, yeah, anything, anything of the like. I mean, I, a, a chocolate bar, candy, cake, ice cream, uh, anything like that. I mean, I just need something like it's like a palate cleanser for me. Almost <laughs> like, yeah, I just need it. I, I would go for the if I'm like near like where like the Geek Lab, we'll go to Carvel. Ice cream, nice. ice cream's definitely for us. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love uh-huh. Carvel. My sister's fiance, they own a they own a chain. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Lucky. You're a lucky man. Yeah. It's been in the family for so, like for certain generations too. You know, that's that's another goal that I have actually to one day open like a candy shop or something like that. Um, and just have like, you know, sweet cheeks candy shop or something something along those lines. <laughs> Either um, that or ice cream flavored, uh Ben and Jerry's or something like that. Oh hell yeah! That okay. would be so what would cool. be in the ice cream? What would you have? You say, if you have sweet cheeks ice cream, what kind of candy was would be in the ice cream? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I now, don't know. Now, now his ideas. Now we're giving him ideas to sell at the shows. Now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I love oh, God, I can think maybe <laughs> Swedish fish inside of it. M and M's. Well, they already have one with Swedish fish, right? They had it. I don't think they sell it anymore. They oh use no, fish food. Fish food. fish food, yeah, exactly. I don't think they sell that anymore. I would put M and M's, Reese's, like the the ones that look like M and M's, M mm-hmm. and M's, Reese's, something that would when you when you put it in ice cream, it won't get too hard, and ah. it like, won't hurt your tooth when you bite into. Oh, I broke my tooth. <laughs> Here's another idea: you could sell candy bars with your face on it. Yes, that is definitely an idea. That is yeah. uh, one that I've had, and I am looking into uh, manufacturing that. Uh-huh. Um, this, the sweet cheeks bar, um, that, that might be a thing in the near future. So we'll see. 
Like a um, ripoff Willy Wonka kind of thing idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be exactly. like almost like a crunch bar. Which one would you want? The nougat type or the one like a crunch bar with crunchy and it's crunch the cr- little crunchies in it? Something something in there. Not maybe not a nougat, but like it would be something chocolatey. Something like um, I don't even know, like a Nutella, like a, maybe a little crunch in there. Um, I don't know. It would have to be delicious, though. Yeah, yeah. I love chocolate. Hey, you can have us do a, a live a, a live uh, episode if you ever open your ca- your candy shop. We could be at the grand opening outside in front, be like, guys, come inside. Yes, yeah. someday, someday, guys, it's gonna be a thing. Uh, whether it's an ice cream flavor with Ben and Jerry's. Uh, you know that I think that would be a really cool, like thing, to <laughs> a really cool thing to have an ice cream flavor, sweet cheeks. Yeah, yeah. I definitely buy it. <laughs> so I would anyway, have. Yeah. Do you have any upcoming shows or? Uh... Yeah, I have a few. Um, let me think. On March 11th, that is in eight days, I will be at uh, House of Glory Wrestling in queens new york so if you're in the area come check it out the shows i know i've used this word a couple times but when i say electric the crowd is unlike any other crowd in the world it's such an amazing crowd uh at these house of glory shows and i just i just love it i mean it's what the the sound system they have in there it's like they're the shows are in a nightclub so it's like the sound system is crazy and the music is just it just reverberates through the whole uh through the whole club uh the whole venue and the crowd goes wild um the on the very next day march 12th uh i have full faith wrestling in deer park long island and i'm actually going to be wrestling for the full faith wrestling heavyweight championship against uh mr anthony gangone so uh that should be a really fun match uh it'll be the second time i'm in a a heavyweight championship bout uh not for full faith but my first for full faith um so that's really exciting and then uh i have uwa elite uh that is a a small promotion in new jersey uh, at south river new jersey um, so if you're in the area, you know, come by. It's a, a really great show, great storytelling, great characters. Um, that's going to be March 26th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, come check them out. Awesome. Yeah, I, I've, I've been asked so many times, like, you got to check out House of Glory. You have to have check out House of Glory. And I'm like, I haven't had the time, you know? Yeah, it's but- definitely one of those shows that you should go to once. I mean – they will bring in it's I always kind of say they bring in these big names, but you stay for like the homegrown talent. It's like you come for Will Ospreay and you stay for like Charles Mason yeah. or you, you come there for, um, you know, Jay White and you stay for Nolo Kitano. Like, we're, forget, we're forgetting you. We're forgetting you. Yeah, right or, or, or <laughs> Officer Sweet Cheeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but I, it's such a great promotion and um, such a great crowd. It's going to be one of those things that it just it keeps growing. Uh, so 
keep an eye on House of Glory. Keep an eye on uh, Sweet Cheeks. De- definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Unless Joe has another any more questions, I'm I'm I, I'm set. I'm all happy, and I and my belly my belly's full of candy. Oh, you got for us? Or, you got anything for us? You want to ask us some questions before we if we head out? You could ask yeah. us some questions. Yeah, let me ask you what what are your favorite matches? My of favorite all matches. Time? Okay, geek, you go first. I have good ones. I, I'm going. I said this uh, many times on the podcast. My favorite match of all time would be Okada for Omega Four. Love it. Can't go no. wrong. One of the Can't best go. of all time. Okay. Mm-hmm. My favorite match of all time is Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero Halloween Havoc. Wow. Also a classic, an instant mm-hmm. classic. And Rey Mysterio is my favorite wrestler of all time, just just might I add. And I am so happy. I'm looking at the February calendars. Dang it, Joe, you had one job. This is it next week when WW2K22 comes out. I'm marking out because I got the deluxe edition. So oh, I'm, there you go. Mark, with Ray Mysterious mask right there. And the, my friends are like, you're such a Ray fan. You didn't even get it, his logo yet. I'm like, that may be my next tattoo of Ray Mysterious logo, like right here. I love it. I'm well, my gra- I may get my grandfather, but I'm thinking of like, you know, maybe get Ray, a little Ray. A little grandfather, Ray. Ray Mysterio. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, all right. Uh, Wait, I have uh, one more question. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> if you could sit down and have a conversation with one wrestler who is no longer alive, who would it be and why? Do you want me to go first? You go. You, you could go first, Joe. Well, as I said before, I would definitely want to sit down with my grandfather and like see how, as my dad always tells me stories about how him with Haystacks, I want to hear from his perspective on how it was to work with Haystacks Calhoun, to be around Classy Freddy Blasi, Killer Kowalski. What was Vince McMahon Sr. like? Was he a jerk? Was he a nice guy? <laughs> I just would like to also tell him that if it wasn't for you, Grandpa, I would never be a wrestling fan. And like knowing that my grandfather was in the business only for two years, mm-hmm. but just be able to know that his grandson is keeping his name alive in this generation of wrestling and having young wrestlers like your generation knowing about the name Jose Quinones in the Panther, it's good to know that the keeping his name alive in 2022. Love that. Very touching. That's a good answer. I would have to say Eddie Guerrero, one of the greatest of all time right there. So he he had the stories from him of his family legacy and everything. Love to hear it. Yeah, he probably has tons, you know. God, oh, a hundred percent. I actually was really lucky to work with uh, with Vicky Guerrero uh, mm. at the last Full Faith Wrestling show. Um, she was managing my opponent, and so we had a whole like f- fun, like crazy thing with some candy. She distracted me, and then uh, he picked up the win, but. Uh, you know, just getting to work with her and interact with her was really, really cool. And you could kind of, it was like the the Eddie Guerrero uh, rubbing shoulders, like the, the magic dust was falling onto me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, you know? Yeah, really cool. Mm-hmm. But 
Anyway, would like you have anything else, or are you good? I'm good. I'm good. Guys, you can keep, you can keep you. going. You can keep you going. Doing? You can't keep with your cell phone. We don't your phone. Bill. Yeah, your phone guys can go to your laptop. So. I know. Yeah, my phone might die like in a minute. So all right. All right so <laughs> we want to thank you again. We hope to have you back in the future. We will. Maybe, maybe maybe one day you could win the title or something like that, a championship. And yeah, yes. there, there you go. So, well, like I said, we want to thank you so much. Hope to have you in the future. I'm Metal Geek. I'm Joe Panther the third. And and I'm Sweet Cheeks Joey Silver. And we will see you in the next one. Thank you guys.